0: Welcome to 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. I'm here with Pastor Danny today, and we're so excited to get into a uh, different topic today about having the mind of Christ. But before that, if these have been ministering to you or there's been something happening in your life throughout this fast, let us know in the comments, reach out to us and tell us. We'd love to hear about your journey through fasting as we fast as a corporate body, as a church, but we also want to know your individual journey as well. And we're so grateful that you even decided to join us in these 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. And welcome Pastor Danny. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah. It, it's uh it's a good day. Windy, cold outside when we're filming this, but everything is going well and we're talking about having the mind of Christ today.
1: Uh yeah, my uh, scripture that I've been using is 1 Corinthians 2:16. It says for whom hath known the mind of the Lord? And it goes on to say, and I'm going to I'm going to shorten it up. It says, "But we have the mind of Christ." Mm. And then Philippians two five it says, "Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus." Yeah, and that is one of those uh, scriptures that we kind of look at and we we tend to evaluate it. And some folks really they hyper spiritual it, and uh, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to yeah. make it very practical. Uh, I believe that uh, in, when you read that, both of those books, when they're in relation to that, they're kind of setting you up, letting you know, hey, why did Jesus come to this earth? What was his mindset? Well, we know first and foremost, he came to the earth to restore fellowship or relationship with man unto God. That, yeah. was, that was what he did. He came, he became sin, who knew no sin. He became the ultimate sacrifice. And, and really, we, we could look at that as being, he became a servant. He yeah. came to serve mankind, not to not to be served. But he came to serve. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, I think it's very practical for us to say, "Well, what am I doing that I can serve?" Yeah. Am I am, am I involved in my church? Am I serving in some capacity? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether life group leader could be involved in student ministry, children's ministry, uh, gr- uh, greeter, those things like that. So he, he came. He came to serve. Yeah. And then uh, when I think of the mind of Christ, I think of, well, then if that be the case, the mind of Christ, how do we delve into that? Uh, There's a scripture that I've always kind of fallen back on in Ephesians chapter one, it's a prayer really. And it's Ephesians chapter one, verse uh, I believe it's 18, 19 or 17 and 18. It says, I cease not to make mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord, Jesus Christ, the father of glory may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to have knowledge of who he is, then we're going to have to get into his word. Mm, yep. And, and in order to do that, we've got to make time for that. Yeah. And it's been interesting because I've had people through the years, they've asked me, they say, Well, how do you get to know the Lord? How do you uh I I or or you hear this a lot? I, I just want to know him. I, I want to know his voice. I want to hear him. Well, uh, how does that take place? Mm-hmm. You have to be a, a participator in doing that. Yeah. You know, that participation part is getting into his word. Yeah. And reading his word, uh, finding out who he is through his word. And it's interesting um, in, in doing that. So we, we know that we have to serve, uh, be servant minded, so mm-hmm. to speak. We have to be in His Word if we want to to know Him, to know the mind of Christ. Yeah. Okay? And then there's that other pivotal one that the, we look at in, in prayer. Yeah. And when I've when I've looked at prayer, you know, that's the one area people will they'll uh, kind of smooth over or mm-hmm. they just kind of go over it. Uh, prayer is really just talking to him. Mm-hmm. And he, this is what's interesting because when you talk to God, uh, I, I'm not making fun of people uh, when I say this, but some people they tend to pray when they pray, they're going to pray loud. Some pray soft, pray some just kind of, you know, whisper. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's interesting to me because uh, prayer is he knows your voice. God knows your voice already. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to hold anything back on him. Yeah. And then when we were, we were saying earlier, okay, so we know Jesus came to serve. Okay. He knew the father, he was living word example, Mm -hmm. but then he also prayed. And when you go into the gospels and you see the different, um, moments in through the gospels, where, whether he went to a village, um, whether he was in Jerusalem, Wherever it may be, it says that he always separated himself after he had been ministering. Mm-hmm. He separated himself to get away so that he could spend time with the Father. Well, what did he do when he yeah. was with the Father? He prayed. Yeah. See, so it's uh, we're we're servant. If we want to get to know Him, we got to you know get in His Word, mm-hmm. and then obviously it's praying. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, like I, I said earlier, uh, He knows your voice. You're not going to hold anything back on Him. And uh, and be specific when you pray. Uh, that's the other area that I I tend to, when I want to uh, encourage people in the prayer realm, is that man be specific when you're praying with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he works on specifics. He he's not. Uh, I've had people say they'll they'll say, well, uh, I have an unspoken request, and it's kind of like, well, no, you better be specific with him. If, yeah, uh, you're not. You guys aren't uh, parents yet. Okay, but mm-hmm. I promise you, when that day approaches and you have kids, mm-hmm. come Christmas time, yeah. those kids are going to be specific what they want <laughs> for yeah. a Christmas present. They're not going to go, "Hey, mom, dad, whatever you want to give us, we're good."
0: Unspoken gift request.
1: Yeah, just just give it to me. I'm good. No, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Well, the same way with the, of, our, of our father. And then some people, then they go off on the deep end with that. And then they say, "Well, if you're doing that." Then you're you're making a demand on him. It's like you're you're naming it and claiming it. It's like no, I'm really not doing that. I'm being specific in the general area that I'm dealing with, yeah. so, so that he can work on his part. He's our father. Yeah. If he's our heavenly father, we still need to ask of him.
0: Yeah, and and I find it interesting. A, a few thoughts, and we'll get to the final part here. But um, you mentioned asking requests and you mentioned the name it claimant thing. And I think sometimes people feel like they're naming it claiming it. But if you understand, I, th- I think that sometimes the name it claimant where it misses is like it it assumes a inverse authority structure. I have the authority to tell God what to do. And it's like, no, Lord, you have the authority. You have all authority. I submit to you. Yes. And I'm coming to you with my requests. Yes. And and so I, I don't demand but I'm I'm still your son or daughter, so I come to you and say I need these things. And then you mentioned um, getting His Word, and it reminded me, like you and I both love World War II history. Yeah. And if you want to be a historian, you can't be a historian without completely immersing yourself in the in history it, yes. to understand what's happening. Yeah. The same way with the Lord, you can't immer- you can't expect yourself to be an quote unquote expert in the things of the Lord if you're not just doing the simple things of reading your word. And then uh, uh, r- real quick before we end here, uh, a final thought that you have on this topic. Well, um,
1: we've we've covered all those areas. And then the last one is worship. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible says in John 4, it says they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And that's the area that I, I have to be honest with you. There's a lot of times I got to recalibrate myself, kind of get myself focused back on it because I'm one of those guys. I delve into the word. I'm going to word 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 you know bible scripture but then it's also the prayer part it's also we have to have the worship part yeah and then the, the bible says we enter into his gates with thanksgiving. the fruit of our lips giving thanks unto him yeah. and just just having that attitude of of being grateful for who he is yeah and it, then worshiping him
0: yeah and that last part of worship is so important because I think that's a key ingredient that people can miss like just put on worship music in your in your time or put on um some sort of instrumental music and just worship him yourself like you if he's done things for you you offering to him that in thanksgiving and praise is a way of worship of saying lord you've done all these things for me i thank you and i praise you for who you are lord you've done so much for my life lord when i was this way you did, you did these things for me you are glorious you are beautiful you are amazing you've brought yeah. me through everything like you just start spouting things yeah. off based off of your history with him. And if you don't have a long history with him, thank you that you saved me. Thank you that you found me. Thank you that I found you. Thank you that you never leave me or forsake. Like there's there's so many ways to to worship him. And that's a key ingredient in this fast is spend time worshiping, not just in the word, not just in prayer, but just take time to get the focus off of yourself and what you need and put all the praise and the worship and the glory on him because he's do that. And if you do that, I think you'll you'll experience a lot of these things where you come to know the mind of christ who he is and and that can only come when you do all these things you can do each part but it's very integral to have those pieces and especially the worship piece because he's due all the glory that he's due because he is worthy of it and so thank you so much pastor danny and we hope that you implement these uh principles in your fasting journey